want to start out before before we really get into it i just want to start out by saying um email us at the big if pod at gmail.com and we will read your email on the air uh on your favorite podcast the big if uh with that uh let's go ahead and get started I, uh, we're on a good email run. We got a couple of the last couple shows. Got a couple of the last couple shows. I don't think we're going to be receiving any in the middle of this show. But no. um, I did hear, uh, just through the grapevine, for all of you listeners of the Anal Umbrella, um, where we really, ju- first A block, we jumped right on a tone low. Uh, apparently, uh, I don't know if you heard this uh, at all, but apparently tone low got wind, caught wind of our episode and uh is supposedly writing like a clap back rap he's coming out of retirement to write a clap back rap against the big if and our just purely our last episode so i thought that was kind of interesting who have we had beef with in the past i know when we first got started i know sarah mclaughlin and us had a little issue well i I think we even have a um we even have an episode called fuck you taylor swift um I don't know if I, we're by that or if we're just no, going to... No. I'm a Swifty now. Look at this shirt. Look at that. Travis Kelsey, the Eras Tour. Wow. What do you think about... Is this good for the NFL? Is this good for Americans? Are we just like... Is this like placating us so that we look the other way while all sorts of terrible shit happens in the world? Yeah. I mean, the NFL doesn't need anything to help promote it or... They're the yeah. biggest thing going. So I don't know what they really get out of it. I mean, I guess maybe you pull in those Swifties, in Swifties, man. Yeah. And they're, they're a plenty. Do you know that, uh, I might have this number wrong, but it's somewhere around uh Taylor Swift concert U S tour added $5 billion to our national economy. I alone. believe it. Alone, just be and like every uh, city that she visits, it's like this major economic boon. It's it's huge. She's she's uh, about as big as they get. She didn't stop in St. Louis. That's silly. Um, I know she did stop in Kansas City. Yeah, uh, but yeah, she's about as big as they get, and that actually kind of segues me into um, something I would wanted to talk about. But real quick, what's your favorite Taylor Swift song? Um, probably that, um, that I knew you were trouble. Ah, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. I actually think, I think I downloaded that song off Apple iTunes prior to purchasing Spotify, like prior to going full stream. That was one of the final songs I think I actually purchased. It's like owning a CD these days or owning a tape deck or something. Like I actually purchased this song. She got my money. I haven't heard anybody doing that in a long time. I I know I know, but she got my money. She got money. Um, but yeah, let me let me uh, just bring up something real quick. We don't have to dwell on this too long. But I saw a headline on Reddit the other day about Ooh, great place, great place. I, one of my favorite places just to be uh, digitally speaking, and um, it led me to a study that basically concluded. I'll just jump right to the end here. 
Base concluded that there is a link between those who worship celebrities, Swifties, yeah, and yeah. cognitive levels or cognitive abilities. And would you like to guess what that relation is? I mean, logic would dictate that the more you uh, idolize these celebrities as some sort of deity, there's probably a uh, a, a swift dip in cognitive function spot on uh let's see almost two decades of research produced mixed findings but um the conclusion is there is a direct association between celebrity worship and poor performance on cognitive tests and they don't it, that counts across socioeconomic status it accounts uh demographic status um it like fully across the board doesn't matter how wealthy you are what color you are your creed your beliefs if you're worshiping worshiping celebrities like taylor swift there's a better chance that you're a fucking dumbass give me the mount rushmore of current american pop culture uh fake idols okay false Um, idols all right. Well, we mentioned one already. Um, Taylor Swift is is uh, got to be on there. I yeah. would say currently, currently, yeah. Um, if you maybe they could split a spot, but uh, the old Smiths, Will and Jada Pinkett. Okay. They're just cruising through the news right now. People just dying to know what's happening. Are they split? Are they not split? How long have they split? How awful a woman is Jada Pinkett Smith? How awful a guy is Will Smith? And I think uh, you're seeing a lot of they're getting a lot of heat. And it's probably because um, the people giving them heat are just some fucking morons. All right. That can take up one spot. So Swifties, Swifties, Smithies. What else you got? Oh, who else has been in the news lately? Um, I mean, I don't I'd almost throw Travis Kelsey in there strictly by virtue of his relationship to taylor swift but that might be uh that one might be giving it away a little bit too easy um donald trump yeah donald yes yes yeah there's there's an excellent example i was going to keep it out of the realm of politics but there's an excellent example of someone who is who is absolutely worshipped looked at like a deity and um i would love to know just the collective iq if it's just the mean IQ of your average, uh, like Trump diehard fan. Um, who else you got? Um, I know Robert De Niro has been in the news, but that's like just recently really not going on. Um, celebrity wise. Um, shit, shit. Drake. Yeah, but I haven't seen, is he in the news more lately? He's are we talking overall over like last three years like this is yeah just you can expand it a little bit um like i feel like you almost have to have to fit the category i feel like you almost need to have a nickname for the collective group like swifties like i don't know if trumpers or mog you know and i don't even think everybody that i i've heard people that i respect and have that are intelligent make rational 
arguments on the side of of Donald Trump, but I'm talking about the fringe lunatic. Right. The MAGA uh, obsessed. Yes. So I'm trying to think if there's any other groups that just have like a a nickname for the collective worshipers. Um, Aren't aren't like Jonas Brothers fans or, um, uh, you know, I mean, they're like bands have like um, the Killers. uh, You might any guess like what they call their fans uh it's it's the dead really they kill yeah i think so yeah um shoot uh yeah harry styles has been huge yeah harry styles um you know tom holland and zendaya is it zendaya uh i've heard both no it's it's not zendoyo no all right yeah um well anyways uh look that's not to say if you like a celebrity that you're a dumbass no but if you find yourself um putting like a google alerts on for taylor swift news or jada pinkett smith news or i don't know um fucking uh, who i don't know it's all Swift and Kelsey right now. It's all Swift and Kelsey right now. Let's see. Who are today's biggest celebrities? And, oh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson here? Morgan Morgan Wallen went on a little run, but I don't know that he's quite to that level. It's funny, the Google results that I have, it lists uh, nine people right up top. And right next to the name Chris Evans is a picture of Cameron Diaz. So... Huh. Um, Kim Kardashian, the Kardashians, Kardashians, yeah, the Kardashians. A... Um, Oprah, yeah. Oprah, yeah, probably, um, probably caters to a lot of morons. Uh, I should have never asked the question. Anyways, anyways, it's a um something I thought was was that just caught my eye. And I want to get your take on it. I mean, do you? Uh, it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense, doesn't it? It tracks. Yeah. Because <laughs> if, yeah, yeah. Does anybody, I mean, you're not a crazy, like, Swifty to anyone, but, like, is there anybody that you think would, like, leave you starstruck? Me? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. Um, I mean, I would be starstruck if I saw Taylor Swift, uh, you know, within 10 feet or something like that. I met um, Sam Hunt over the summer, who's like one of my favorite musicians. Yeah, and how'd you react? Poorly, poorly. <laughs> I froze up, and I uh, I was with a group of four of us, and at the beginning, it was like a little line you hopped in, and it was nothing major. You just got 30 seconds, 45 seconds, and I found myself just at the front of the group of the four of us. And then we were like, our group was going to be next and we were doing individuals. And I like, I, for, I was like, I can't go first. So I made this other guy we were with go first and he went and I'm kind of peeking around the little, the little cutout board thing that you stood in front of. And the dude that went first is like having like a good conversation. Like they were talking like old buddies talking baseball and wow. the, the guy was killing it. And then I got up there and I guess it was a hard act to follow combined with me just my brain. I just froze up. My brain turned to mashed potatoes. I know he asked me what my name was. I don't know what I said. I don't know if I said anything. I'm I'm sure he just thought, oh, this is a real weird 
37 year old guy that's just clamming the fuck because i'm sure it was obvious i don't hide things well but it was a it was a poor performance on mine i'd like to have that putt back it's it's okay i'm here to tell you it's okay i remember i i I went up i i there was this author that i was like way way into i still like him but i was like way into him and very formative years right after college i went to watch him speak get my book signed by him and i just froze up right in front of him because i i wasn't i was you visualize kind of the moment when you might meet them but you don't think one second past that to what you're going to say or like what you're actually bringing to the table. Um, and with this guy who was like an intellectual, what was I going to say? But like, uh, you like the Missouri Tigers? And what what was, what am I going to contribute to this? So anyways, um, yeah, that's, that's my, uh, that's my bit right there. Um, Speaking of Missouri Tigers, big game this Saturday. Oh my gosh, huge game this Saturday. Programmed, could, could change the course of the program if they could somehow pull it off absolutely it could absolutely it could one of my favorite things about this is that um i don't know if you recall in our drive to the airport episode maybe uh what end of august yeah we were talking about what the record might be um this was prior to uh who would they start off with like uh middle uh, tennessee dakota. State, south dakota yeah yeah Prior to the South Dakota game, okay, we were just coming up on it like that weekend. Prior to it, your boy's prediction here was Missouri Tigers would be eight and zero heading into this game. He was not far off. He no. was actually very close. You could have hedged your bets, uh, I, you know, using my sage advice there, and uh, you you'd be a, a multi millionaire by now. And they are just a couple of plays here and there away from having won that LSU game, and you would have been spot on, and they'd be 8-0 in top 10. Yep, yep. So, I forgot uh, all about that conversation. Yeah, yeah. Really excited. Well, I'm in a tough spot because obviously I want them to to upset the number one team in the country and have a chance at the SEC championship, which would mean a chance at the the college football playoff. But unfortunately, uh, if they win, it has a life-altering ripple effect on my life. I have to get a tattoo. Are you so you are dead committed to this? I mean, I put that out there that day, kind of just you know, you get a little you, people. People feel, will be following up with you for sure. Uh, Brady, Brady. Brady saw, I know he saw the video and he like commented with some handshaking emojis, like, all right, deal. And I said, so is he going to get a tattoo of you then if, uh, if he wins? No, unfortunately for me, this is just a one-sided bet. You just served it up there, right? Serving it up. And I don't, you know, I'll, I'll make my official prediction video Friday night or Saturday morning. But I mean, realistic. Are you going down to Athens? No, I'll be watching from here in St. Louis. Is your dad going? No, nah, he's staying back too. That's probably smart. But uh, yeah, as you know, I uh, if I was betting my life on it, I think I would pick the Georgia Bulldogs. They're <laughs> you know 
they're like probably the one of the bigger faster they just look different out there and there's a reason why they've won 25 in a row or whatever it is yeah and, think, and they have like six first round draft picks every season for the last however many years and i think if they played this game with these teams under the circumstances cuz georgia's missing brock bowers their best player and i also think it's a good thing that georgia absolutely rolled florida last week i would have not wanted georgia to lose i also would not have wanted georgia to win and they're not gonna lose two in a row but i also did not want them to win like fluky or in a nail biter to where they were motivated to be like hey you know we're we can we can be beat at any time so they're feeling themselves and they should be and i think if they played this game a hundred times under these circumstances georgia probably wins 90 of them i'm just interested I'm just interested to see if this Saturday, under these circumstances, if this is going to be one of those 10 to 15 times where Mizzou pulls it off. And I will then have uh, a drawing that Matt did emblazoned on my thigh for the rest of my life. <laughs> well, uh, there are there are advancements in technology that would allow you to, um, A, make that just a temporary tattoo. You could you could pay for it to be printed as a temporary tattoo, or B, if you're really going through with this, you know, later in life you can always there there'll be new lasers that come out, and uh, you'll be you know you'll be able to to go back on it on your word. If you were in my position, and you had made this guarantee, and said that your word was you know I put it out there as my word was bond. Uh, what would you do if Mizzou won? Would you get the real tattoo? Would you try to like do a deep fake with like a fake tattoo? Would uh, you I would fake it for sure? Um, yeah, yeah. I don't think I would. I would probably. Uh, I would probably try to get a uh, get like a temporary tattoo printed, and then yeah, post yeah. the picture for posterity allow everyone to um, just believe that that's going on and not correct them. I never said I would get a real tattoo. I said you I would get a tattoo. tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm in a, I'm in a tough, I'm in a pickle and I, it's my own fault for saying things on the internet for clout. You know what? I run my mouth a lot. I find, and it never, it rarely uh, works out perfectly, much less well <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah, it, it's um, I just find that uh, I tend when I get excited, like I'll, I'm sure I will be on Saturday, you know, at the start of this game. Um, I will be running my mouth as though we have already won like five national championships and um, probably make little promises or make plans with people that I, I'm not going to keep later on it's it's a it's character defect do you have any plans to watch it in any sort of special setting or is this just a you'll be at the house kind of chilling kind of thing um no i'll be uh i um will probably if i'm not downtown at a uh, like a sports bar or something then uh i've got like a nice little group of missouri grads uh to surround myself with here like four or five of them who are 
just as if not more passionate about the Tigers. So, um, you know, I'll be flying my flag, my banner outside. Uh, I've got my uh, never before worn Mizzou t-shirt, Mizzou football t-shirt that I'm excited to don. Yeah. And um, yeah, man, I'm, I will be, uh, I will be tuned in. What time is yep. it on Saturday? Do you know? Uh, it'll be 1230 year time. Okay. All right. Yeah, I can do that. 1230 year time. Um, well, do you want to, I saw something that reminded me of you. Did you see anything lately about a viral list of worst date spots? Viral list of worst date spots. I have not seen this. Yeah, I think some, I think a, a lady came out. I don't know if she was making a, a TikTok or something, but, um, she made a list of like places that you just absolutely cannot take a woman on a first date. Did you happen to see that list? No. Okay. I saw something. I'm trying to find this real quick. If you just want to, uh, if you just want to vamp for a second, let me find this list. Okay. Okay. Actually, well, crazy. Um, I, I don't know if we even have time to, to fit this in today. Um, but you know how we um we like to read fan mail once in a while? Yeah, we've done that a time or two. We often ask for it, only Crazy. been receiving it as of late. It's nuts. The exact individual that I named just sent in literally like 30 seconds ago, just sent in uh a fan. Well, I guess you could I don't know if it's fan mail or hate mail. The title reads, Hey Luther, F you. And then it just goes straight into like five or six rap stanzas <laughs> i'm not sure we should read this stuff but i guess we can um you want to go first though uh or you, you want to save this for later yeah i i found a list that's a good tease though that'll keep people listening to the c block okay all right all right all right i'm gonna go apparently the list was the list of 28 places not to take a woman on a first date and it it sparked outrage. So I'm just going to quickly read them in descending order. And if you hear one that you find intriguing or want to say something about, feel free. Hold on. 28 places not to take a woman on a first date. Okay. And I'm, so I'm this telling is already, you. already sexist to me. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, here we go. Women can take men on first dates too. But all right. Number 28, sports events. They're out. What? Number 27. Have, oh, okay. go ahead. I, I had a great first date at a, a Padres game once. I mean, it didn't I, go anywhere, but I, I feel like I've done this before. It's a great place to do it. Yeah, it allows for conversation with the sporting event as a backdrop of something now, going on. Now, if this is like a, a postseason game, a playoff game, or yeah. like a WWF match, I get it. But if this is like, you know... Uh, april tuesday, may yeah Major tuesday night baseball. padres versus mariners yeah what what does that matter all right go yeah. ahead number 27 waffle house <laughs> all right number 26 a bar for just drinks okay i've been on that first date several times number 25 a hookah bar uh, okay i can see that that's a little bit hoosiery number 24 nightclubs i don't feel like that's where a date 
happens. I feel like that's <laughs> no, that's where they're spawned. Date, yeah, that's where they're spawned or a date like leads to that. Number 23, and I disagree with this one. It it could be considered a little Hoosier, but I could see it being okay for a date. Bowling. Oh, come on now. You're showing off your skills. Um, you know, you got you get you guys get like a little feel for how playful each other are. That's silly. Number so twenty two list is rubbish so far. Pure number rubbish. Number twenty two, somewhere that requires a long drive. What if the date is a drive? Is that is that weird? Like, what if you want to go stargazing? I'm on board with that. Number twenty one, movie night in parentheses, Netflix, Hulu, and etc. Do you put and before etc. in writing? Is that what it did? Netflix, Hulu, and etc. Yeah, that's just just proves to me how rubbish this list is. Number 20, family functions. I got to agree strongly on that one. Yep, I would agree with that. Number 19, I've done this one. Ice cream date. What? Why? That is, now that truly is a uh, a baseless addition. Why? I feel like ChatGPT is writing this. Number 18, I've done this one and I would do it again. And number 18 and 17 are the same thing. 18 says coffee dates. 17 is Starbucks um again both of those and the ice cream one i'm gonna lump it all in that is the coldest fucking take i've heard all week because uh that's actually a really low risk way for both men and women to get to know each other you want to continue on all right let's go uh get some fries or a piece of pizza somewhere after or whatever go for a walk after coffee but with coffee i can get in feel the test the waters get out if i need to no problem. So I think this is a ridiculous list. Just number six. Terrible. Number 16, I agree with church. Yeah, fuck that. Number that 15. Number 15, I've done as a second date, never a first, the gym. Kind of um, weird to say, but it's kind of like a club to me. I feel like that's where dates can spawn. But uh, I agree that. You know, it would be weird for me to be like, hey, you want to go you want to go lift weights like it's leg day for me. If if that syncs up for you, then great. Now we're going to start to get kind of specific on some of these places. Number 14, Denny's. That's the first place I went the first time I got high. Number 13, IHOP. Same difference. Number 12. That's a, that's they're just filling up space now. Number 12, a buffet. All right. I, I don't know. I don't know. I think that's almost uh I think that I would liken it to bowling. You can really uh feel each other out there, like understand like how hungry uh she typically is, um, you know, what kind of food she likes. I think there's probably a lot of very a lot of that can be revealed about your date when you bring her to Ponderosa. Number 11, Red Lobster. That's silly. Cheddar Bay Biscuits are fucking, uh, <laughs> are, they're just like, the mice will call them love biscuits. Number 10, Wingstop. Agreed. That's kind of gross. Number 9, Buffalo Wild Wings. Just filling up space. What, what, <laughs> who, what, who put this list out? I don't know if if there's if it's clear. I think it was just like random Twitter user. This is absolutely silly. 
Number eight. Any fast food chain. Disagree. Sonic is a great place. Also, Perfect. some people are balling on a budget, and that be might be all that you can afford to do is go grab uh, some cheap fast food. I'm I not agree. hating on that. Yeah, and are you talking to someone who's seriously in their dating pool, or are you talking about like a 16-year-old who's picking up uh, you know, his high school crush and wants to go um, just grab you know, some fries at McDonald's? I would argue I almost get the vibe that this list was – uh, talking about like grown grown people well i they need to preface it somehow number seven your house okay I, okay i'm cool with that number six the movies it doesn't oh. provide out conversation opportunity but it's yeah it's, it, i guess for a first date that makes sense i i see now we're getting into rational rational thinking here but otherwise I would say that this list is just made by a bunch of celebrity worshippers. The last five are all specific places. Do you want to guess any of the last five that are on here? I'm guessing one fast, one specific fast food restaurant is on there, and it's called McDonald's. No. I would not describe any of these as fast food. Maybe one is, like, right on the border. Okay, hit me with it. Number five is Olive Garden. Disagree it, for the I, same reasons a, the buffet and the cheap. It's a cheap Italian meal, and that you might not be able to afford like an authentic like yeah yeah place what with wine. I, exactly, yeah. Go to Olive Garden. They treat you like family. You get um, <laughs> you get unlimited bread breadsticks. Stick. Yeah. That's that's pretty good. You know, um, how many how many first dates have you been on? You go get unlimited anything that you want. I would it would tell me a lot about a person to see how they react at either Olive Garden with unlimited breadsticks. Also, let me see how you react in Red Robin with bottomless fries. Oh, those are fire fries. Uh, Number four is Chipotle. Okay, all right. I can buy into that. Number three, Chili's. Okay, we're this is getting silly. Um, number two, chain restaurants are not bad places. Number two, Applebee's. If, two for twenty. Yeah, I mean the deals that you're missing out on here, like Long Island's. Long Island's. I mean, what? What is what is her expectation? By the way, is, um, well, is she planning on like going to Tiffany's? on this first date or something followed by like a carriage ride through Santa's magic kingdom or some shit, or does she want to get to know the real you? Number one is the reason why I brought this article up is because it reminds me of you. Cheesecake factory. Couldn't agree more with. (laughs) Couldn't agree more. All of a sudden, the article has merit, huh? The article has merit, but there were really only like five places that I'm like, all right, I can see that. I had a first date a little over a week ago to a place that was not on this list anywhere, and I'm kind of surprised. A concert. uh, Was it? I thought a concert was on that list. Was it? Or was it a sporting event? Sporting event was the first one. It kicked off with sporting event. Okay, well, you can actually talk at sporting events if you want to. In a concert, um, 
the concert belongs there more than a sporting event in my mind. And I will say, uh, the concert was a lot of fun. I would overall give the date a thumbs up, but you know, leading we were there early and you were, we were talking, getting to know each other a little bit. And then the music starts and all of that momentum is just gone. You're not, you're not able to talk anymore, Mm -hmm. but uh, it ended up being a fun concert. So, you know, concert's a tough one. Concert's a tough one, especially if, uh, Let's say you just got two tickets to, um, I don't know, what's her name? What uh, uh, Sexy Red. You just got two tickets to Sexy Red, and um, she's just not a hip-hop fan. Or is just not a, um, she doesn't like uh, whores, let's say. That. <laughs> How yeah. great would that be? That would be awesome. She's be like, a Southern hey. Baptist. She's, she's <laughs> devout Southern Baptist. But you're still into her. And uh, you try to bring her to a sexy red concert. I get why that could be a big, a big deal breaker for her. Yeah, that would be great to uh, tell a girl like, hey, you know, I got us concert tickets. Oh, what's the concert for? Oh, I'm, it's just a surprise. You'll like it. And yeah. then you show up and it's sexy red saying that her coochie's pink and her booty hole's brown. And <laughs> she was actually in St. Louis the night before. I dressed up like her, which was Halloween yesterday, mm. and I just I couldn't bring myself to go. Oh, you should have dressed up as her. That would have been awesome. I would have gotten my fucking ass kicked if I was walking around Shafitz Arena at that concert dressed like I was for Halloween. Maybe, maybe. Um, we'll never know. Yeah, speaking of Halloween, the only other subject that I have any um, that. Uh, that I would just want to share something about. Uh, it's not interesting, or it's interesting, but it's not funny. Um, it's not like uh, about men's health or anything, but it is about trick or treating. And do Let's you know? Go. Do you know the origin of trick or treating, or how it how it came to be uh, ingrained in our society? I, be- I believe I've heard it before, but it's not one of the things I just have at my disposal. Okay, so. Um, for all of our listeners, if it interests you. So this dates back to like a tradition that dates back to like pre-Christian Europe, like pagan, like Celtic and pagan religions, like in, uh, you know, the uh, the Great Britain area era. And um, it was thought, I guess, after harvest or something that at this particular date, October 31st, it was widely believed that the barrier between the living and the dead was its was its thinnest on this day. And so sometimes the dead would like break through that barrier and, uh, you know, come to haunt us or ask for stuff. And um, so people started to dress up as the dead and then go collect stuff on their behalf like treats, breads, whatever, just to curry favor with the dead. Like, it's like, I'm doing this on your behalf so you don't have to come out of the dead and and do this. And so, ipso facto, you fast forward uh, several hundred years of tradition and um, just, I guess, modern culture, and we have trick-or-treating. I heard something... I heard something today that I don't know that I knew before about trick-or-treating, and that is 
apparently uh the idea of telling a joke is a st louis thing yeah yeah what is this all right i found this out years ago when i as halloween comes and i'm somewhere in california and um i was like well what's joke are you gonna tell talking to a little kid and the mom was like what are you talking about <laughs> but yeah isn't that funny that it is it is the same i think it's maybe stretches a little bit into like indiana or something like that or um a little bit east into illinois but it is a st louis thing to ask for a joke in exchange for sweets and treats and candies <laughs> i want to know the origin of that Tune in next time on the big if we'll we'll have the big reveal. There it is. There it is. <sighs> All right. Well, if we've learned anything, it's that there's absolutely nowhere that you can go on a first date. Yep. Uh, do not go trick or treating either. Um, although, you know, what would be fun is to trick or treat like off off season. <laughs> Just show up to somebody's house in May with a costume <laughs> on and. And you got your your little plastic pumpkin uh, bucket and everything. And yeah, see what happens. And then a week later, come back with some carolers. Uh, let me get your take on this real quick. What do you think about this idea as a date idea? A stroll around a farmer's market. I love that. Love that one. Yeah. I'm a big fan of uh, farmer's markets in general. Yeah. You can get your coffee, you can get prepared foods, you know, like you could even, you could even like, uh, like make plans there together. Like, oh my gosh, I got this uh, great recipe that uses butternut squash or something like that. And you go, oh, really? Like, oh, I, I love butternut squash. Uh, you know, well, you know how conversation works. One person says something and the other person remarks on it. But a farmer's market is a great place for conversation starters to happen. And plus, maybe you'll see someone you know. Uh, I'm hoping that concert first date is leading to farmer's market second date. Oh, I like that. Have you been in touch with concert first date? Uh, Yeah, a little bit. It's been a roller coaster ride. I'll tell you that. I can tell by your tone that um, you're not feeling uh, optimistic about it. Oh, was it that evident? <laughs> what it was. I don't really want to get into it on here, but I'll tell you later. All right. All right. Um, tease. Teasing. Tease. God, we're getting good at the tease. If you want us to tease anything about you or your business, <laughs> contact us at thebigifpod at gmail.com. And I'm going to jump into the fan mail that we got this last uh, 10 minutes um rap bars you said correct yeah it's one two three four five six different rap bars Ooh, um, this person was mad big man really upset and just the subject line just says hey luther f you i'm not feeling great about wh how what this says about me no the tone already is off-putting it's acerbic it's um it's incendiary i'm not it's not going to be good, but let's just, I'm, and I'm not going to wrap this to you. No. People don't expect me to wrap this to you, do they? I don't think so. I think no. just do it the way you would do it. All right. I'll just read it. it says, yo, um, yo, I'm Tone Loke here to drop a bomb on this situation. It's about a podcaster named Luther causing mass defamation. 
He besmirched my name, tried to tarnish my reputation, but I'm here to get the record straight in this confrontation. Luther, you're a talker, but you don't know the facts. Spreading lies and rumors, making baseless attacks. You thought you could play me, tarnish my legacy? But I'm here to let the world know the real me. You're preaching fire and brimstone, but it's all gone awry. The path you're treading, mate, it's time to say goodbye. Your doctrines don't hold water. They're leaking left and right. It's time to face the music, mate. Admit you're not quite right. It's kind of weak, but all right. Uh, Luther, you talk big, but you ain't got the heart claiming you're a real man, but it's all just a part Ooh. of the facade you wear, a mask of false bravado, but underneath it all, you're a bitch desperado. <laughs> a real man stands tall, faces truth head on. He don't hide behind lies. He don't lead folks on. He's got integrity, honor, and respect. But you, Luther, you're just a hollow, empty architect. No idea what that means. You play the tough guy, but it's all smoke and mirrors. When the chips are down, you're the first to switch gears. Ooh. A real man owns up, takes responsibility. But you, Luther, you're just a poster for futility. Oh, my goodness. Shame, shame, Luther. Uh, with love, Tone Loke. With love. Uh, I added that part just to make myself feel a little bit better, but it just uh, says shame, shame, Luther, tone low. Wow, that is um, whoo, yeah, it's hard. To, it was hard to read. Yeah, I could tell you were having trouble getting through it. Yeah, but your iambic pentameter was still pretty strong. Well, tone low is has got a history, you know. And there's a there's about as good of a percent chance of mizzou winning against georgia as there is that i'm gonna take the audio of you reading those and put it behind a beat that i make and make a song out of it mm. so there is a chance yeah sure <laughs> well that'll be fun <laughs> you give me something to do yeah but I, you know what i really love about that um despite i, I don't like the message but no, I love that he wrote into the big if pod at gmail.com just to express himself. And, um, you know, we're, we're men of honor sometimes, and we will read your, we, we will read your email if you write into us. Uh, yeah. Other yeah. emails, by the way, this credit card charge is just not going through, uh, for RSS. We're, we're going to lose our whole show. <laughs> I think there are like four or five that says $99 payment was unsuccessful again. Well, yeah, the card is not just going to magically come back, RSS. I thought you were going to drop in a new card. It you just, just lessen how long RSS is going to let us do this? So am I going to owe them like for the months where it hasn't been doing it? Like if or No, they just want paid their 100 bucks. Because our stuff is still showing up on podcast feeds. I know. I know. I'm wondering if this is just. Oh, a, well, it's for a year, right? It's for a year. When did we buy it? I guess a year ago from whenever it started getting declined. Well. I'll get on it. We we got to get this word out to the people. Yeah. I don't know that we want. We, we've got a lot of momentum going after our last episode. And so I don't want to just. Uh, I don't want to, you know 
break right now. No. Um, what else is on your mind? <sighs> Nothing really. I'm just tired of the cold and the dark. And I was thinking about doing another solo trip to Mexico here at the end of November. Oh, that'll be fun. I don't know if I'll pull the trigger, but I feel like I need it. I just, in uh, I'm going to be honest with you and whoever's still listening to this at this point, been in a little bit of a funk lately and I just don't know yeah. how to drag myself out of it. It's not easy with the weather. Weather is just like, loves to come in and beat you down. And then you're an early riser. So I know you're used to getting up before the sun comes up, but it feels like harder and hot when it gets colder. It is just yeah. hard to wake up early. Yeah. So you feel uh you've been in a little bit of a little bit of a funk. Yep. So you think it's, just... is it is it all weather? Is it work? Is it um is it these this RSS bill? Is it the <laughs> uh lagging podcast numbers or what what's got you uh is it there's is there an event that has spurned this or is it just the conditions that you're surrounded with? Just the culmination of all the events yeah with which i am surrounded yeah mm. just uh you know it's i yeah i hate even saying it and talking about it cuz things could be a lot worse i was talking to someone recently who uh has to basically i guess they got some news that they have to basically put their their dad in like a hospice situation and just kind of ride it out to the finish line yeah so that's awful to hear. So it's like things could be worse. You need to to kind of get your shit. That's I, that's I don't know. I need better positive self talk at times. I think. I I feel you there. I feel you there. I woke up. Um, I had this dream last night that I had stolen something from like an ad agency, some intellectual property. Ran off with it. Deleted it. Um, I had like my whole like uh, heist crew that I was leading, but they had basically found out that I did it. And I was just waiting for the hammer to drop. Now that might sound silly, but it was a dream. And I woke up feeling like so guilty. It's just, it, that's how I felt. I felt guilty when I woke up and it almost ruined the rest of my day. Just because I started off with a, um, just this sort of nasty inner dialogue going on in my brain. But I saw um, yeah, it's, it's good to, it's good to get just some positive uh, thinking and talking around you. The world has gone to hell right now. And um, we all need a little bit of that. And let me add I one saw, more thing. Uh, I sorry. saw a video last week that I, yeah. I, sh I just shared on my Instagram story because at the moment it resonated with me. I wish it would resonate more because I'd like to listen to the advice. But it was somebody saying, if I talked to my friends the way I talked to myself, mm -hmm. I wouldn't have any friends mm -hmm. uh, like the advice, you know, you, if, if your friend was going through what you're going through, you would obviously give them much more productive advice than I think you give yourself. Cause we're our own harshest critic. Yeah. And I, I'd like to listen to that more. Cause I, uh, yeah, I just thought it was, it, it resonated with me that day. Why is it so hard just to take advice? Pride? Like, pride? Yeah, is it pride and ego? Is it, yeah, maybe so. Sometimes it's just so fucking hard to take advice 
Um, especially when you need it the most, you know, and someone just drops some great advice on you. And it's, it's so difficult to put it into practice. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't have an answer there. I'm just thinking out loud. Yeah, but, I give myself yeah. advice that I know I should follow. And it, it's the same advice that I would give to someone else if the role was reversed. Right. But when I when I give it to myself, even though I know the right thing, or I know, you know, what should be the the answer to the equation, it's hard to listen to that sometimes. It is. And and it's hard. Um, you know, you hear like aphoris- uh, a- affirmations. And like, let's use the classic, the old live, laugh, love thing or something. It's silly and it's overplayed and it's cliche. But if you get into a certain mode of, I don't know, brain chemistry or whatever, once in a while you're like, oh, you know what? That is that is absolutely right. Um, live, laugh, love is not a good example, but uh and it's same same thing with advice like it's it's so hard to take it um and put it into practice or like uh, absorb it um same thing i find with affirmations where i'm like i just let it go in one ear and out the other when i should just let it actually rattle around in my head for a little bit and see if any sort of positivity dust just shakes off inside my brain amen Amen. So if you have any thoughts about this, uh, write into us at thebigiftpod at gmail.com. Um, we are a 24 7 365 podcast in that our email works 24 7 365. And we can receive emails from you at any point in the day. Um, a lot of the we'll, a lot we'll of the big podcasts, a lot of the big podcasts out there are scared to to receive emails. Yeah. At all yeah. times of the day, but we leave them on all day. But we put zero restrictions on when you can email <laughs> us. Um, and it it is, I, I want to just say like these other podcasts just leave you twisting in the wind, um, asking you to email them now or email them <laughs> nine to five. Yeah. Nine to five. Like, no, <laughs> our convenience is not why we started this podcast. Um, so I just want to let you, all you listeners know any time of day at any country that you're in with an internet connection um at any device that you have that's connected to your email you can email us at the big if pod at gmail.com anytime you have something on your mind or something that's not even on your mind you just want to spout gibberish at us or send us your halloween costumes or let us know that we're wrong about something oh my gosh that's no better way to do it than to write in at thebigifpod at gmail.com. I think that's a perfect way to uh, put a bow on this one. Love it. And uh, we'll we'll catch you next time. We'll catch you next time. And we're all we're gonna come in next time and just be a ray of sunshine for you.